Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day they built for hours and hours, but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast came to help them find a way. Because of this, makers became founders and live the lives they deserve. Because of that, founders live lives of abundance, freedom, and creativity. That's what I'm really all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and from being a poor boy born to a single mother in North Africa with no opportunities, just sheer hard work, to failing multiple startups and learning a whole lot, to barely escaping alive the war in Ukraine, even living as an illegal immigrant, I've lost everything twice and now i'm rebuilding my life one more time one percent a day sharing the wisdom of luminaries i've interviewed on this podcast from google executives goldman sachs the financial times forbes technology council world economic forum the united nations harvard university and even a priest from the vatican church everyone is welcome here. So let's begin. My guest today is Lucie Barat. Lucie is the art director and co-founder at Logology, helping you get a designer quality logo for your startup in five minutes. Lucie specializes in visual storytelling, the art of conveying emotion through symbols. She has refined her user-centric design process by helping startups for more than 15 years and teaching in universities for 10. Lucy, how are you today? I'm very good. Thank you, Azzy. Thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here with you to talk about whatever you want to talk about, symbolism and logo or narrative. It's really a pleasure to be here. It's my honor and privilege and lucky day to spend this time with you. I'm really happy and curious about what we will discuss, everything <laughs> that we could speak about. And I'll begin with this. It's nowadays we live in a time where a lot of business people face a lot of difficulties. There is a recession, there is difficulty finding clients, there is AI who can come take people's jobs and functions. And often, what keeps, what keeps people going and gives them courage in difficult times is basically narrative. Mm. The belief that they're part of something big, that they have some kind of unfolding destiny mm -hmm. and they have a goal that in the end they will win against mm -hmm. the obstacles and the enemies, mm -hmm. etc. So can you speak about this? Do you feel a lot of... Uh, entrepreneurs or new founders or people have such a narrative? Is it missing? Why is it missing? What's the situation in your opinion? I'm, I'm not sure it is missing. I was thinking as you were speaking of it, it's a very interesting point of view and question because I'm not, I don't think it's missing, but I think we don't have enough narratives. The narratives are too much the same too many founders that I've met that I've met these last uh, years have the same 
I would say the same dreams, like if you were just looking at the dream of someone else and thinking, oh, this might be my dream too, or maybe I should dream this, I should be this kind of person. And just, for example, you were talking about the hero. And I think the idea of the narrative and the fairy tale and the hero, the destiny, it's, it's, it's so, so important in our in our veins, in our brains, in our bodies, like this narrative, we are uh, going through life with this kind of narrative since the beginning of the conscious, since pre the prehistoric uh, area, I think. So we, we are human and we need this kind of narrative. But if we apply this to the uh, entrepreneurship world, we can see that there is not so many heroes, not so many different kind of narratives. It's pretty much always the same. And I think it's quite sad because we need symbolism. We need different kind of archetypes. We are not all the same. Not everybody is going to be Steve Jobs. Like Steve Jobs was an incredible entrepreneur. And there is many uh, different ways of being an entrepreneur. And we, not, we do not just have to be this kind of person. Uh, so we need... Uh, Heroes. I think it's very important to have heroes. Heroes can be our model, but they all can also can be an inspiration and they can be like friend, like the friend you don't have in real life and you would want to ask for, a, for an advice. I would take my own experience here. I'm, I'm a Janis Joplin fan since I'm 14. I am so fan of Janis Joplin that when I was 30, I went to United States to follow the, the steps of Janis Joplin to learn more about how she lived and who she was. And since I met her, I would say spiritually, when I was uh, a teenager, she helped me because of her energy, because of all the things she gave through her music, through her heart, through her voice. Uh, she helped me go into this world and she, because she had this uh, incredible energy of never giving up, giving everything, being generous, never uh, forget about doing what she really wanted to do or offer. Um, so it's, it's an inspiration, but it's also like, you know, this imaginary friend. Uh, that we could have when we are ch a child, when we were a child, um, children, sorry. So, yeah, I think it's time for new narratives, many narratives, more narrative in the entrepreneurship world. Thank you. I love that, but I'll play the devil's advocate a okay. little bit. And therefore, I'll quote Dante, where he said that hell is paved with good intentions yeah, right. there is this underlying fear or belief and even there are quotes that say you know there are a few ways to be right and million ways to be wrong mm -hmm. so those entrepreneurs often will say look there is so many ways to be a hero so many narratives possible mm -hmm. but they believe that there are a few narratives that resonate and therefore, they copy what works mm -hmm. because they assume that all other people tried other narratives and nobody cared. And therefore, <laughs> they were not uh, applicable or relevant. So to you, do you believe that all narratives have a place in that all can resonate equally? It's all about authenticity and feeling that energy that 
it's original, it's a narrative, it's pushing you forward, and therefore there is a lot of flexibility. Or is it like even many creators, narrators, and writers, for example, believe there are only seven plots to all mm. na- stories or nine plots or 14 or whatever mm. it is. You cannot create more. <laughs> all you can do is take parts of them and mix them together and all other ways will be wrong and a bad story that doesn't work. So how can we solve that having more narratives if people believe that what works is already known and it's limited and it's only a few things that have been proven to work and everything else is a risk and a big risk it won. Yeah, that's interesting because I maybe I uh, has a story, I have studied um, narratology in the in the past years i was working on fairy tales and and narratology and yeah i'm i'm quite i i quite agree with the idea that there is not so many narratives no many stories but in the same time i would say that there is many different way to 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 um to get uh, uh, above the obstacle. For example, let me take an example. Like maybe there is, let's say, ten different kind of nar- narrative, narration stories, and all these stories are about how you can be successful in the end. And maybe there is uh, obstacles, uh, difficulties, and you need these or these kind of qualities, and and so on. But if you combine them differently. Even if you change the combination, the way you are going to write it, the way you are going to live it will be different. But you have to be careful not to uh, take a narrative to make excuses. It's I, it's not very... Maybe I'm, not, I'm a bit rude saying this, but a narrative is not like exactly a, a dream. It is something that will you need to put meaning in your life to give a meaning to things like they are meaningful for you so if you get this meaning it's something really deep inside it's not like something you invent to mask a problem you have to be very honest so maybe to be a hero you will need some hero's quality that you will have to work on them if you don't have them in the first place but it's what hero are like you know the hero in fairy tales often is the the last child of a, of a family uh, or the child that nobody ca- uh, believed in and because he's not because he's is uh, he's very consistent because he's imaginative because of different kind of qualities, it go beyond the obstacles and it take the obstacles. But it's it's not like he 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 go beyond the obstacle and take a narrative not to take the the obstacle. I'm not sure if I'm very clear, but just t- tell me as if if I'm not clear. Um, but so what I want to say is that maybe there is not so many narratives, and maybe there is one f- formula that is more efficient than another certainly certainly but it doesn't mean you can create ones by combining combining different kind of episode uh, and narrative but the only truth is that you have to live the story you really have to be 
the 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 actor, the comedian of the story, the the filmmaker of the story, not just um, uh, the, the the person in the back watching the movie. You can't stay in your armchair watching the movie of your life. At some point, you will have to go into the screen and 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 fight with the the bad guys or and or go through the difficulties. And this is the most hard, most painful lesson, certainly, because, yeah, it's going to be hard. And that's why we all want to be heroes. And that's why we all love heroes, because obviously they go through the experience for ourselves and we can just stay in the armchair and look at them. But if we want to do something with our life, we have to be the hero. But there is many stories of... um, of you know the usual hero the person that we don't we don't look at or we underestimate and you don't have to be a marvel superhero to be a superhero a superhero can can be someone just struggling with um i don't know with with economic uh, a situation with a with a with a love situation with um business situation and just struggling and not giving up and just trying and and just learning it's already becoming close to the hero thank you this is so interesting it reminds me of productivity guru guy who is saying look consider yourself the author of your life Mm-hmm. If you write a script for the main character, which is you, mm. they have no choice but to act and do it. And therefore, you cannot procrastinate if you approach your life this way. At the same time, I'm challenging this idea of yours just to explain more. Mm-hmm. There is an author and somehow an expert on presentations and using storytelling story, uh, story, uh, to present, who is Nancy Duarte. Mm-hmm. And one, to, one of her principles is never be the hero, be the mentor or the guide or the Yoda in the story and make the audience or other people the hero in the story or the narrative you're inviting them on because every person considers themselves the hero in their life. And therefore, if you're in an, another hero, your story <laughs> is separate from theirs. But if you're the Yoda, then, or the ally, or the person who's working with them, like the friend or the companion, who is not the hero, then they consider you as part of their story, which makes you relevant. But if they see you as another hero who's going on a journey, then they see you as living your story, and they're living their story, and there is no intersection. Do you agree with this? Or do you feel something which is called narrative transportation which is when we see a hero and a story we feel we are that person automatically and it's part of how the brain learns i don't know tell me there is so many things interesting in what you just said uh, um, make me think of uh, an idea of movement and maybe it's this movement and creativity and imagination in the narrative it's just like uh, when we you um I'm not sure we have to be the hero or the guide 
or um, uh, uh, or somebody else, I would say. It's like, I'm not sure we have to choose one path and stay with it. It's, I think, more, uh, uh, I would, uh, not. it's more like, <laughs> I'm going to take an image because I can't find the word in English, but it's a, let's be like water, you know, let's, let's be like a river. And if you are a river and there is moment you are, above um above earth and sometimes it's sand and sometimes it's rocks and herbs what i mean when i'm saying this is like why should be why why should we be all the time the hero and if you feel in yourself that at one point you want to you need to be a guide let's be a guide being a guide if you really take a story let's talk about lords of the ring if you want to be gandalf it's uh, it's not so easy to be Gandalf. You have to have an experience because Gandalf didn't come to be Gandalf in a blink of an eye. Certainly, he has a story of him, of of himself for himself about how he became who he is. And narratives are always about this. In the end, whatever you ha- whatever whoever you are, is it the friend or the guide or the the the, the the fairy or the hero you always have to change and evolve in the story the story is a the narrative is like a frame for you to uh, evaluate and so as i was speaking of movement i was thinking of this idea of going to the dream and going to action and you know it's this movement always you are like it's a projection projection you're projecting your desire and the meaning you want to find in life in the stories and it's like you are dreaming you could dream to be as i told before steve jobs but uh it could be janis joplin or whoever inspired you but you can also take a, a, a step back and back into reality and be in action be the author be the actor or the filmmaker and then you can go back to 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 the dream and it's and it's why we need i think many narratives and we need a lot of symbolism and we need to feed uh like we need to eat we need to have uh to 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 eat a lot of narratives it's like um something for your mental health for your spiritual uh, balance and and certainly to find a, a a reason to wake up in the morning because you you have a sense of of self of knowing who you are and who you want to be and and the mission we we all need to wake up for something and it's so it's so difficult to know who we are before we know it <laughs> and it's a long it's a long walk and the stories are there to help us and the characters are there to help us. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that there can be movement and at some point we can get inspired uh, by different kind of characters in the story. And so if you feel that at some point it could be nice to be the guide because if you are the guide, you will uh, allow people around you or your customer or your friend or families to be the heroes it could be a perfect 
way to be a hero, <laughs> to be the guide. But if at some point you want to be the hero and and jump through a huge obstacle, let's be the hero. It's like when I, for for example, I I've noticed that in my in my case, um, uh, according to the moments of my life, I need some kind of movies or stories or or or. Um, of TV shows, and when I am when I am quite depressed, I don't know why, but I need a, a detective uh, a TV show. I'm watching Colombo again and again, or Maigret again and again, because I think that I love to have a hero who is not me, but who knows things and knows how to go through the darkest uh, aspect of human life and when i'm joyful i like to to watch a comedy so you know i think there is a, a a large range of stories and that has human beings and and so as entrepreneurs we need to develop this uh, learning of the narratives and to use our imagination use our time to feed from all these narratives to, uh, to to step inside the stories and to find a way through life uh, like the stories are here to help us we should use use them as tools i love that <laughs> actually yes many people neglect their spiritual nourishment and they believe that courage and persistence and grit comes out of nowhere but it comes from your soul and spirit so you need to nourish it as well as show it examples of success and that after the dark hour there is always a light at the end of the tunnel and it reminded me when you spoke about how you see yourself as a hero and you develop those characteristics of a greek concept called arrêter mm -hmm. or your live in to your potential, which is what they consider to be the virtue of the moment that every moment you should ask yourself, how would my best self behave? How would my ideal self, what would they do and do that? And the more you live in it, the more you're living in virtue. And I feel we could have a breakthrough for personal branding because a lot of people don't understand what it means. Everybody is guessing, everybody is confused and trying just to say, okay, your personal brand is to have wear red glasses and <laughs> a red dress or your personal brand means you should speak about uh, some specific topic and not about any other or your personal brand is to donate to charity and say, I'm an altruist, give me your money and buy my products or whatever <laughs> it is. So how can we use this concept of nourishing ourselves of with narratives of understanding our mission of waking up into a story how can we use it in order to convey a personal brand to other people and is a personal brand a name for something else is it just a personal brand means you describe who you are as a hero to other people or how can we explain it in a way that can be clearer like your personal brand means tell others what kind of hero you are and the story you are on 
and therefore they see you as someone who is going there fighting the dragons in your own journey and that is what Brandon means you keep repeating that story and therefore they see you as that archetype or is it just standing out seeing what are the narratives there and you do the opposite of them like the trickster archetype who does the opposite of everyone or what is it what is personal branding and how does it relate to what you spoke about? Yeah, it's an interesting question. And as you were speaking, I was thinking that this idea of personal branding is so odd. If you think about it, it's very contemporary um, trend because we need this. What it means to me is that to nowadays we, in some ways, we became the product sometimes like we are on social media for example we are on the i would say the danger is to become products it's to become a version of ourselves of ourselves that sell and i think we should go back to the soul as you talked before the idea is that as human being it's normal to to want to to be loved to be appreciated, to be seen, to be recognized. It's completely normal. And in this world where we are so many and so many wants or needs attention, we created this idea of personal brand. And it's very useful. And we have to see it like a tool, but not to reduce ourselves to it. Just see it like a tool. And if you see it like a tool, you see how powerful it is to not only be seen, which is certainly one of the um, purpose, but to, to, to create yourself in the world, to become more like the hero you want to be or the guide you want to be. Um, to me, it's exactly the same process as a classic brand, but with the personal brand, what I like is that... We don't have to copy each other. We don't have to look like each other's. It's not this. We don't have to wear a red, red dress to be seen. It's more subtle. If we can go beyond and if we can go deeper, uh, we could just, for example, something, well, two things. Well, the first, first thing is that the personal brand and the personal branding is the same the, the 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 same tool as the brand it has the same uh, um how can i say that it has the same topics the same tools it's always the same question it's the same question is how can you turn spiritual an abstract concept an invisible idea into a physical form and for the personal branding, it will take the form of how you are uh, dressed, how you take pictures of you, how you speak, uh, what kind of words you are using, what kind of colors you like, what kind of visual you are, you are uh, uh, displaying, and so on. So you can list the different aspects, uh, the different physical aspects of your communication that will become your personal branding. And the other thing I think is that we don't have to look like each other's and not everyone has to be the same. And 
we don't with and on the other hand we don't need either to be all different <laughs> we just need to be different enough to be seen and look alike enough to be understand let me take an example um just like with branding we can take this example uh, let's say you you would love to be Steve Jobs because I was taking this example before. Okay, so Steve Jobs is your model. You would love to be seen as the next Steve Jobs. But Steve Jobs is already taken. It's somebody who already exists. You can't be Steve Jobs. It doesn't make a sense. So you are you. And who are you? You are inspired by Steve Jobs, but I'm sure there is many other people inspiring you there is things that you love that steve jobs didn't love and you can be a little mix you can be steve jobs but with uh, colorful uh, sweats <laughs> sweatshirts for example or skirts or shirts i don't know you can be steve jobs plus austin powers or you can be steve jobs plus um Heidegger or Plato, uh, you can, you know, you can mix. And I think the, 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 it is more rich and interesting if we can be inspired by different people and not trying to look like exactly all the same, but to, to, to be noticed. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not interesting to be the, the second Kim Kardashian, you have to be Kim Kardashian something, you have to be someone else. So you can be inspired by Kim Kardashian, you can do all the same things that she is doing because she's very inspiring, because she's very uh, um, popular and she's very good at personal branding. But you should add something, you should add something from yourself and, 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 and work on this originality um, in order to to be seen as different, to, 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 to stand out. And also, wh while you are looking for it, it's just exactly the same with the brand, with the business. Uh, while looking for it, you should never, in my opinion, forget to do it not for others to look at you, but in the first place, how you would love to look at you. Who would you love to be when, when you were a child, I don't know. When I was a child, I, I dreamt to be a writer. And now that I, and I've done one novel, I'm very happy for the child that I was. And I think it's important to try to be someone who you, you love, you would love before being someone the others would love. Because you're not, a, you're not a trend. That's my, my opinion about personal branding, but I'm not an expert. Thank you. It reminds me of a guest I had here who was a very successful entrepreneur from Germany. And he said it was all the wrong way. He was working hard, personally branding himself just to be liked and to be loved. And nowadays that he's so successful, he doesn't need to work. He feels he doesn't know himself. He lost himself in the process and needs to spend time just trying to understand and discover who he is and became very opposed to workaholism because he's saying when people have such financial goals or any goals that they're lost in the momentum, they don't know if they're going the wrong way because they didn't spend time understanding who they are and therefore maybe they're going in the wrong 
direction. And also part of what you mentioned reminds me of the book Positioning by Al Rees and Jack Trout, which is a classic when it comes to a bit about branding, but it's about positioning in the mind. And their main argument, since you mentioned Kim Kardashian, is if there is someone or a company that does exactly the same as you, human beings put one category and then they choose the first or the top company in that category and in they ignore everyone else. And therefore, to survive, you need to create a new category in the mind of people that makes you makes them feel they're different because often different is better than better because being better means, well, you're competing with what exists and people often, they don't try to add more companies or competitors to what they're thinking about. They just think, okay, I already know that the best car for me is blah, blah, blah. I don't need to investigate more, especially something new. So being better doesn't get that human reaction in the brain where the brain pays attention to what is new and different and unexpected because maybe it's dangerous, so it focuses on it. But if it looks like the same, the brain ignores it totally. And therefore, to have anything stand out or get attention, you need to be different because the brain pays attention to what is different to verify and judge, is it a danger? Is it good? Is it bad? And therefore, it needs to pay attention to it, even if it's trivial, as long as it's uh, unique. And therefore, I will ask you this, and it's very important. A lot of people live a life where they're anxious. They live a life where they feel the imposter syndrome. They feel, I don't know if I will succeed. There is something called the survivorship bias, which is when people succeed, you try to find the criteria that made them successful or worship them. But in reality, maybe there are identical twins to them, but they didn't get lucky or they didn't get the same path and didn't succeed. And therefore, it's not relevant. Well, we live in a world where people can see it as chaos, where narrative is just a way for us to make sense of all this chaos. So as a motivational tool or as a hopeful tool, how can we use narrative in order to feel more at peace in life and in reality in general, in order to not feel that the world is meaningless or in order to not feel alone and that the world is against us and we're trying to do it because only that part, which is very positive, of choosing a narrative so that you become a stronger person and a better person, someone will say, well, I don't know if I'll have enough money to pay rent at the end of the month. I'm not, you know, if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, they're in a survival uh, part. They're not thinking about self-actualization yet. So can can it be done in a way where we use narrative so that we self-transcend and get to uh, self-development in a way where we see ourselves on a journey that is meant to happen with destiny and everything? Or is it not? Is it a choice? Can we choose it? How can we have narrative as a way for mental health and peace in this chaotic life? Yeah, it's a complex uh, 
The answer is complex. <laughs> it's a good question, but the, it's complex topic. I would say that to me, um, the first thing to 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 go through uh, anxiety with a narrative is to see how narratives keep us together. Well, I think when we are anxious, even if we are anxious together, it's better than be anxious alone. And we need uh, the stories and the narratives to create bonds, bonds with others and to remind us that we are not alone. We are not alone in this world. We are not alone in this moment. And we are not alone in the history of humanity. And so we can uh, read uh, a lot of historical um, stories, historical narratives. We can read and go back reading the stories of the first civilizations of, 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 of Earth that are written. You were talking about, we were talking about um, Greek myth or Roman myth, and then maybe it's time to go back to Homer. Um, maybe it's, it's time to go back to fairy tales and to the um, old wisdom. But also, um, it can be reading the narratives of people together living difficult things, going through hard times. It could be listening to um, testimonials in podcasts or reading uh, a contemporary literature or poetry because everywhere in the world, and I think it's a comforting, comforting thought, everywhere in the world, there are human beings living and feeling and going through things because life it's com is complicated obviously and so we are stronger together and you you should not uh you should not stay alone in the dark you should light the the put the candle the candle you light the candle or you you take a lamp you take a good book you go through a movie you listen to someone else you listen to your 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 um, um to your neighbor and the narratives are there the narratives are in our world and you just have to follow your heart and 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 and, and go to find stories and and pay attention to the stories and to the stories that help can help you and I think it's the first thing. And the second thing is how we can find the stories that will um, empower us. And in this case, the, the answers are personal because what will uh, empower you may, might not be what will empower uh, someone else, even if the structure of the narrative is the same, the structure of the story is the same, but the way it is written, the way it is um, colored is different. And that's something important because we, are, we didn't spoke about this, but a narrative is, is mostly about the structure, but not only on the structure, on this uh, frame. In the frame, you will find colors, well, you will find textures, you will find words, and uh, it is already um, a poetic and creative uh, way to look at life. But yeah, I think 
it's important to pay attention to stories and not just um, see stories and narratives as information or or something you you i mean maybe it's going to be clearer with an example but it's like paying attention to what you are eating when you are in bad mental health if you eat only things that give you um uh, aching or 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 um, um yeah or keep you from from sleeping i don't know if you go to mcdonald's every day <laughs> at noon and at night and you got sick you should pay attention to what you are putting in your body and go to um, a, um, a local market maybe or find i don't know vegetables that you like or fruits that you like in order to be in a better shape and in better mental health and i think it's the same with the stories it's not because it's not because they are words or images and so you don't eat them with your mouth but you eat them with your eyes or your ears and if you pay attention it's the first step to find the light uh, find your light find what you like what is good for you thank you that reminds me in buddhism when someone is a beginner meditator or they find it difficult they tell them to feel when they're meditating everyone and the history of the world who has ever meditated and everyone who will meditate in the future as people who are cheering them on their journey, encouraging them to keep going, no matter the difficulty, so that they don't feel alone, that they are connecting with all the tradition and the people who were progressing spirituality uh, in that way. And therefore, this sounds exactly and very in every way similar to use narrative to not feel alone, to connect people and to feel you're part of something like a lineage or um, a story that is repeating and therefore it's not something scary or absolutely unknown and human beings are really scared of the unknown. Yeah, really. And as you were speaking, I was thinking of um, um, the idea of the imaginary friend as I was speaking before, because you can choose to have, you can choose to have an imaginary friend and you can choose to live with ghosts if you want. And it can be a comforting thought that to imagine a narrative where you have uh, all these human beings uh, that maybe lived before you uh, or like um, kind spirits as beside you and uh, rooting for you and helping you in dark moments and and. And so many human beings went through so many hard things. And I think it would be the story of humanity. And it's so beautiful to see how we can uh, go through all this darkness all the time. And it's so beautiful to see how each time we go back again and again and again and we never give up. And because we are alive and we need to keep to stay alive. So it's so important to use whatever we need to stay alive and i mean alive not only physically but mentally spiritually yeah it's very um very important i had another idea but i forgot 
what I was saying, what I wanted to say. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe I will be reminded in a few minutes. <laughs> Can't remember now. <laughs> I love our conversation. I know it can go on forever. I yeah, respect your time. I really believe we should do this more often and again yeah, as well. I would love to, Aziz, each time we have so much to discuss. I love your vision. Always. And yeah, it's so... A deep and profound and there is so much to say and to explore um i'm sure we could speak again about Always. all these ideas and the yeah could be nice. thank you lucy this was thank my you, privilege Aziz. and my honor i wish you success i wish you to keep going and you always have a lot of greatness to share so have a wonderful day and keep sharing your thoughts everywhere thank you so much aziz i'm i wish you the same i am the one who is feeling honored uh, to have spent this uh, this time with you thank you so much uh, for all the things that you are offering and giving and, and all the, your generosity it's a privilege thank you so much mm -hmm.